Welcome to A Canadian Investing in the U.S., a podcast and YouTube channel focused on Canadians buying real estate with host Glenn Sutherland. Hello and welcome to another episode of A Canadian Investing in the U.S. This episode, we're going to talk about leaving your job and finding your your freedom number. (laughs) If you're listening to this on the podcast, you may find that the YouTube channel for this one may work better. Uh, I'm going to go through a spreadsheet that I made, and it may be a little bit easier if you have the visuals with if I throw a lot of numbers out, but give it a shot. See how it goes. The goal of uh, buying all this real estate in the States is that I'm really hoping that I can leave my job a little bit earlier. I, I want to be able to live the active years of my life uh, not working every day. Okay, so we're going to turn over to the uh, spreadsheet that I made. And basically, this is just a, a sheet to figure out what your freedom number would be in order to be able to leave your job. How Basically, to determine how many properties you would need in order to make as much money as you make in your job or whatever number that you've come up with as your freedom number. To start with, I, I always do a budget. I've been doing a budget for the last 10 years since 2007, uh, or I guess a little over 10 years. And it's very helpful to know what you're spending so you you know what your goal is and when you're going to be, what you need in order to live to leave your job. So keeping a a budget for me is a very nice little tool to have. Off the start, revenue. The revenue for you and your wife, at least in my case, isn't that important. Be able to calculate your uh, freedom number because you're trying to figure out what you need to substitute. Actually having the same amount isn't actually what you need. We get money from the government because we have children, so I'm not adding that in, I'm taking that out of the equation. Uh, I get rental income, but we're going to remove that too because we're not figuring out uh, what, we're trying to figure out what it is, how much rent we actually need in order to not go for the, the actual work jobs. So for expenses. Some of the expenses that I have listed in the sheet that uh, you probably want to add into yours is uh, to figure out how much you actually need per month to live is car payment, car insurance, car maintenance, uh, my investments, RESPs for the kids, shopping, food, entertainment, uh, and a beer and bar, all that sort of stuff, uh, cell phone, the gym. I don't actually use that anymore, but it's still a sheet line in here. Uh, gas, other. I have like just padding for random stuff I buy. Groceries, uh, baby stuff, dog stuff, mostly dog food, uh, doctors and dentist stuff that you just isn't covered, uh, life insurance. And then for my principal residence, I put my mortgage, my house insurance, my property taxes, my hot water heater rental, internet and TV, hydro, condo fees. I don't have those, but I used to. Water, gas, and at the end, you should come up with all your expenses as a total. What you want to do is then take this number that comes from your total expenses. Now you now that you have an idea how much money you need, and you've got that all figured out, you might be able to just plug in a number based on your income. It won't be as accurate. For me personally, I, I hope to pay off my mortgage before I quit the job, just so that it's a one major line item not to have. So these are the two kind of properties I'm kind of looking at for me to personally buy. There's a, a C-class property, which actually makes a really nice cash flow with very little down payment. So the numbers I have for, th- these are this is stolen from the uh, uh, property I used as an example in 
the first podcast or your YouTube channel. The value of it is just under seventy thousand. Down payment of thirteen nine hundred. The reason I don't go for the cheaper Class Cs is because I like to put a mortgage on the properties. You can buy properties for forty or fifty thousand dollars. I like to have the I like to have the the leverage involved with the properties. Anyway, over to uh, B class. Um, you can buy properties. The ones I'm looking at in B class are around a hundred thousand dollars, about a twenty-five thousand dollar down payment, rent for about the one percent rule, which is around a thousand dollars, and they net uh, with with a mortgage in there of uh, three hundred ninety dollars. So, if I'm just trying to figure out how many properties I need in order to replace my income, come over here. It depends what you want to put in here. I was playing with this earlier. Like I thought, if I had uh, ten thousand dollars a month, I would. Uh, have a lot of travel money but anyway let's just move it down to five thousand so down payment we'll steal it back from here uh that would be and this is from here and then close bracket this plus this two and an average so basically if i'm buying all b-class properties I'm going to need about uh, 12.8 houses in order to have $5,000 a month in uh, income to use to, to live off of. If I want to buy uh, all C-class properties, uh, I'm going to need about uh, 10 properties and to get the, the same $5,000 a month. And if I just sort of do an average in between the two of them, because that's probably where you're going to end up getting some of them higher and some of them lower, because I like to do a mix, you'll have about 11 properties you need in order to get your $5,000 a month. Um, so to fill in the next part, if you have a down payment, uh, you go, well, how much money do I need in order to buy all these properties? So I just multiplied how many uh, houses are required by the down payment. And that's how I came up with what the amount required is. And you go, oh, there's 320000 Wow, that's like a lot of money to get all B-class properties in order to buy, to be able to get my $5,000 a month. The thing is, you don't need $320,000. Like, my properties I bought, my first few, I, I just borrowed money. You can find people that will lend you money to start the investing. It'll, it'll start a little slower because you've been making a lot of payments, but it's a way to do it. You can get lines of credit on your house in order to do it. A lot of people have a ton of equity in their house, especially right now, and a lot of people have, like, you're looking at a C-class property, you get 10 out of 13900 as down payment per house. You really need, like, $140,000 to be making $5,000 a month, and that is completely reasonable to be able to find that kind of money in your properties. And even if you can't, like I said, if you can't find it right now, you start and it snowballs. You're like, because there's cash flow every month. If you're still working and you're not leaving your job right now, the cash flow will continue to roll over and it'll buy you another property every half year or year. And then it'll it'll snowball and get faster and faster and faster. A couple things that I, uh, I, I figure people are going to ask about is like, what about the equity in the property? I make as much equity as I do in cash flow every month. Why do I especially my Canadian properties because the interest rates are so low th that you make a lot of equity every single month. While well, making all this money in equity, what, why isn't that factored in? Be I don't put it in because I find that it's very hard to actually live off of equity. It's all tied up in your house. It's not actually real unless you refinance or pull a line of credit or some get your money out one way or another. Now that you've got like all this done, say you've, you've got this, you, you're making your, 
you're, you're financially free. You make as much money in your rental properties as you actually do in your day job. And you go, okay, I'm going to quit my job. Maybe there's a few things that you should think about before you actually do quit your day job. What you really should do off the start is make a list of who this decision would involve. So you have kids, you have a wife or husband um, or you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever your situation is. Parents, are you supporting parents? Like who is this going to involve by taking, uh, by leaving your job? And what are you giving up when you leave your job? Do you have benefits and perks? Maybe your schedule will be different. Maybe you, you're going to have to travel to the States to go see these properties. So it might tie up some of your time. I personally don't go down to the States to see all the properties I did off the start. But as I've gotten more comfortable with who I was um, working with, I, I don't actually feel I need to actually go down to the States. What I what my goal is to have nine months of cash reserve before I actually leave my job, just in case, because you need to support your, your life. You, you, you don't want to run out of money if something happens or some huge expense with the properties. You want to make sure that you can still afford what you do every day and your personal house. And another thing I suggest is that you run your business part-time while you're still working for a while to make sure it's running at a profit and it's actually generating the amount of money that you uh, need to live. I almost want to do like a trial run. Like maybe I'll, I'll take all of my money that I make from my day job and just put it in some other bank account and just practice living off the rental income because it's not the same. It's not as steady. Uh, you're going to get it in chunks once a month. Um, depending on the investments, if you go into some sort of syndications, you're going to get your money every quarter. So you got to have to get used to living on that, and you could do that. And just might be a good way to build up your nine-month reserve is just once you think you're there to live off of the rental income and just save up your, your job income. And then when you do leave your job, leave on good terms. It's, it's just the right thing to do. Don't burn your bridges. And when coworkers, even your bosses, managers see, hey, this guy left his job and he's just living off of a passive rental income, there's a good chance they might be interested in being future investors with you or inquiring to work with you because, well, you just did it, so you're done. If you want to get a copy of this spreadsheet, just uh, go over to glensutherland.com, so G-L-E-N-S-U-T-H-E-R-L-E-N-D. Um, just send me a message there and I will send you over the, the spreadsheet. Or if you have any questions or uh, you want to be on the podcast or YouTube channel, send me a message and we'll chat. Thanks, everybody. Have a great week.